Welcome everyone to our Thursday night Stargate Roundtable. We've had a few technical difficulties uh, with some of the power outages in California. We don't know if that's uh, what created some of the problems, uh, but uh, they had a lot of challenges at the station and we are up and live now. So we are uh, ready to uh, hear from all of our panel members here. Um, we'll start with Randy. Greetings, everyone. It's a pretty wild day in the zoo today on planet Earth because the <laughs> full moon energies are about. Our personal energies are all being amped up by the cosmos and the planets and everything else. And what I'd like to read to you is what I feel is a confirmation that Nasara is not very far away. My shaman friend sent this to me this morning. Last night, I was visited by the military. They are landing in twos. When they land, they are splitting up and going in different directions. They are landing like every second or so. The help is here, at least the advisors. They seem to be very beautiful and rather tall. A bit aloof, but their eyes show ultimate compassion. The two I saw were really, really strong beings, not just physical but strong in spirit. So I take that myself, meaning that they are showing themselves to the people who are aware that the troops are on the ground and help is here from spirit. We just have to realize that. Randy, why did the military visit your friend? Well, she said they are looked they, like um, contacts. They looked like military, but she said they're spiritual beings. It's just how they were dressed. Okay. Okay. I was, I was just curious why the so military. It really wasn't would, military, military. Someone, uh, right. It wasn't. Yeah. It was exactly. <laughs> it wasn't military, deny. military. It was cosmic military. Interesting. Just a, wow. To, and what part of like, the world like a, is your friend in that, where she saw that? She's in Kentucky. Or actually, excuse me, Tennessee. Okay. He's in Tennessee, so. Okay. Well. And then I just found out here a couple of days ago that there is a group of people in Thailand who, who have a, a mountain where the, the galactics have been showing themselves, and to the point that the military have asked them to disband their meetings. Because so many people are going up on onto this land, and it lands in it's a public land, but the military stopped them. So the people said, "Okay, no problem. We have private land now. We'll just move everybody over there." Okay. So things are really happening all over the globe about people's awareness of things changing, and the fact that we are going to get intervention, but it's us too. Realize that we're the intervention as well. So. Like I told my friend the other night, disregard all the negative stuff on the news about the chess players on the Titanic. They're going down anyway. And just blaze the violet flame. Not today. Okay. Well, it's, um, it seems like a wild ride here. And uh, we were apologized for being late getting on, but there's been a lot of technical stuff going on. And much of uh, Northern California doesn't have power, and so we weren't sure if we would even be able to broadcast tonight. So we're grateful that uh, they were able to get everything fixed. I guess 
things have been gone, going on and off, and that has created some challenges with the technical, with electrical equipment. So, Marita Robert? Yes. Do we have Angel Sue to uh, take us through a meditation or anything? Is that didn't happen? <clears throat> well, Angel Sue is planning to be on whenever Don can get a hold of her. I mean, maybe- I shall get in touch with her right away. Perfect. I was okay. just waiting for that to happen, and she is, is planning to be here tonight. So, uh, anybody want to make a short comment until we get Angel Sue here? Yeah, Sister Caroline, what's the collective up to? <laughs> and you? <laughs> I haven't um, had time to check in with I can check in with them very quickly right now um, they're just saying don't be alarmed about the things you see in the news and take your eyes off the news if you start to feel your vibration going down as a result <clears throat> um, protect yourself put divine golden light all around yourself because opposition is ramping up uh, amping up just as the light is, is amping up um, this is a, the 10 10 um, Activation Day, um, which I know Meg Benedict talks about um, a lot in her Facebook posts and her emails, etc. Uh, and um, it's just um, in a very important time. We're passing through an increasing number of portals, and our energy shift and refine with each of those portals. So just be aware, we're becoming our light being selves again. Uh, but the road can feel a little bumpy some days. <laughs> so they're saying just breathe. Don't take anything too seriously and just stay in your body. Stay where you are. You know, stay calm. Um, listen to calming music and support yourself. Be kind and nurture. So that's mainly what they're saying today. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, do we have Angel Sue yet? She may have given up and thinking that we weren't going to call her. I'm not sure. I'm here. Oh. Okay. Oh. Well, we've had a few challenges, but we're uh, on the air now. And uh, would you like to do an opening meditation? Well, thank you very much. And yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so I apologize if there's a little cough that comes out from now and then, but. That's happening to me, and I'm just the way it is. So if you all once again claim yourself as the divine child that you are, and I've had to do that quite a lot today. I hope that we all have stayed centered and grounded. I heard a little bit of what Omina was advice was giving, just to uh, be kind and gentle to yourself and Oh, boy, that's a good bit of advice. So if you will allow your mind to release control and let all the energy flow down into your heart space and allow and embrace that gentleness that's there. Knowing that your support team 
as you welcome them to you, to you, that all the beings that celebrate you are with you, and that grace and unconditional divine love is a moment by moment, second by second, blessing that's ever expanding and that this huge huge gift is yours at every moment and so if you'll just take in a peace breath where you're remembering when you have felt truly wonderful in this body of yours. Just take a breath in. Blow out the air when you're ready. Exhale. And somewhere say the word peace. And pretend, imagine, or visualize, or allow that peace to fill you up. Allow it to calibrate you even into better <coughs> feelings of being in harmony. Now, if you will place your focus on what's happening in your life for yourself, focus in on what is being presented. And knowing that with the law of one, we can bring things into a great reset, miracles, blessings and calibration for you and all those that are involved. Think about the ones that you claim in your life. All the beings, human and all the others that are part of your loving day, the loving part of your day. And choose that they are going to be graced with this wonderful blessing as well. Think about what's going on in this world, in this planet. All the situations and conditions. Don't you truly yearn for those beings, all those involved, that they find this wonderful blessing? of the perfect, happy, divine solution. So yes. Let's call in all these beings, known and unknown, seen and unseen, from this dimension and all others, all parallels, all potentials, all timelines, past, present, and future. 
that we all find this wonderful divine happiness and harmony, increasing the joy in our world, increasing the health and the happiness, finding harmony, living the divine life. And so this is where we use the law of one, that original law of creation. And we simply say, we are all one. And as one is harmed, then all are harmed. Yet as one is helped, then all are helped. And we are going to take our stand that all are helped and healed. That begins with ourselves. So in the name of who we are, and we are one with all there is, we ask that only the highest good of all concerned happen here for ourselves and every person, place, condition, and thing, every situation, for all of creation. And we give thanks that this is done in the office of the Christ. So be it. And so it is. And thank you for holding that peace, that divine expectation of joy. And I hand the talking stick back now over to you, Marita Roberts. Well, thank you, Angel Sue. And we'll see. um, uh, We're a little behind schedule here tonight. Uh, um, Do we want to... um, uh, who else has anything they want to say? I don't see Benayak on here. Um, Caroline, did you have anything else you wanted to say here? And w- if we need to, after we'll have to sk- stay on schedule probably to keep our speaker on schedule. And then if we ne- have something we want to do, we could do that after uh, we close with that. But uh, anybody on the panel here want to make any suggestions about Well, you know, the collective were talking about playing inspiring music. And last night on the Ashtar Legacy Call, which happens twice a month, I really encourage people to go to ashtarontheroad.com and sign up to get notices for that call because it's really a beautiful community, very inspiring. There's always a channeling. And Ramantar always give us the, the galactic good news, as Fran calls it, which is so great. And uh, um, last night we played a lovely song, So Much More, by a conscious musician called Paul Luftenegger. He's a Canadian gentleman. Um, His website is paulluftenegger.com. If you just listen to a few of his songs, they're really inspiring. They're full of spiritual awareness, but also the awareness of our vulnerability as human beings. And um, I find it very comforting and encouraging to listen to his music. I try to support conscious musicians uh, wherever I can. So um, I was blessed to meet a few when I lived in Sedona, um, like Peter Sterling, who's an amazing harpist. He never really studied how to play harp. He was just gifted with it. <laughs> he was taught by angels over three or four months. Um, so um, I'm not sure if he's been on Stargate or not, Marita. No. I can't remember, but... That would be interesting, I think, to have Peter on. Yeah, really lovely musician with an amazing. If you have the connection, uh, you can send me uh, uh, send me that then. If you want to interview Paul as 
well, again, an amazing life story. And, you know, stories that they're not always, in other words, not always the easiest life to live. And yet there's great depth and meaning of meaning behind them. And um, both these gentlemen come up with a lot of inspiring music even as a result of what they've been through that's been hard for them. So um, just really lovely stuff. So that's just an idea. <laughs> but again, his name is Paul Luftenegger, L-U-F-T as in Tom, E-N-E-G-G-E-R. And if you can't spell it, just look him up on Google and you'll find him. He's also on okay. Facebook. Yeah, Okay. wonderful. Okay, well, thank you. And we'll see if we can um, connect there. Okay, anybody else have yeah. anything they want to talk about here? Um, we can um, have Rama tell us who he's talked to this week. That's always an interesting experience, so maybe we'll just uh, hop over to that. So, Rama, who'd you talk to? <laughs> Greetings. Oh, I'm so proud of this bunch. You know, Blaze the Violet Fire made it on the air today. Not necessarily happening for lots of people in Northern California that they don't have this access. They don't have power. Right. I know. And really, from what Rama's getting from Faction 3 White Knights, I don't think it's about the excuse they gave it all. I think it's about... Something could happen on a bigger story level, and they don't yeah. want anybody to go there. And it's about this entire fiasco uh, being over. Yeah, this entire horror story being over. As indeed. just to remind that, because um, the King of Swords keeps telling us, and tell everybody and their friends. Do not have your money in a big major bank. Get a credit union because there will be zero dollars. There will not be returned. Any money that's in a large bank will be gone as that happens this weekend, which yesterday not a toll drama that it could. Lord, it happened this weekend? It, oh, well, I'll, I'll read what Robert <laughs> Told me to write. How's that? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, see, what's today? Was ist das? What is today? Ten. Number ten. Okay, so that's Tuesday. We're, where's Wednesday? Excuse me, I'm not making lots of noise with pages. That's just because they make lots of noise. Okay, yesterday, Lady Masternata said to me, France, Germany, England, Russia, and China have thoroughly condemned Erdogan's actions of killing the Kurds in his hashtag Operation Peace Spring. Oh, what a name. Okay. Also, there are actions being, there's I think 109 have perished. And there are just hundreds of people injured. And there's over 60,000 people running for their lives, the Kurdish people up there. Also, there are, and, and just another piece just on the side, eight times since the uh, 40s, the 46, uh, the Kurds have been abandoned by the United States. 
eight times where they got slaughtered. And they died in that poisoning. That was one of the times. And Donald Rumsfeld sent that poison and all the ingredients over there for Saddam Hussein to poison them. And, I mean, that's just one of them. And they're not telling the truth figures either. I mean, it was at least hundreds of thousands of them died then. I mean, that's just, you know. Anyway, so Nada said that. And then she went on and she said, also there are actions being taken that I am not at liberty to discuss. <clears throat> Yet these actions are being taken by the Galactics and the Faction Three White Knights. As we approach this next full moon in Aries, we are experiencing an initiation both human and solar. Thus remember to remain in unconditional divine neutrality and peace and love. Michelle for president of the Wise Council of Elders. Just to repeat what that means is there won't ever be a president like this one again because all presidents, all they represent and they don't have any say is that pyramid bunch, 13 levels of criminality, uh, starting with the Orion warlords before Atlantis, before they came to Atlantis to run amok there. And they, they're still here now. But um, uh, on, on, on that note, Patty Cola Robles made it very clear uh, in her report this week that, um, that all 500,000 of these people have forfeited their life force uh, uh, for what they have continued to promulgate at the behest of this upper hierarchical uh, structure. And that they have one more chance, and that is on the other side, when they're out of their bodies, they get to meet with mother. And as they say no, then, then their soul is dissolved into the dark rift. And then there's, in other words, it becomes dark matter again. And that's a, subs that's a substance for creating new universes. Antimatter. It's yeah, antimatter. That but that's neither here nor there. What's that? You know, dark matter. It's dark yeah. matter where there's this incredibly bright light within it. Yes. And it's 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 a whole spiritual teaching. Yet Mother creates new universes out of that, uh, as the uh, inhumane activities, the malevolent behavior is so. Uh, out of control that her own children mother makes a decision to you know the misqualified energies of using even the human form for such a thing has been uh, negated so we send more love because there's no joy in following that hierarchy around, that old paradigm around. And yesterday... It too painful to even stay alive. And on a lighter note, yesterday was John Lennon's 79th birthday, and Yoko lit the Peace Tower in yep, Iceland. Yep. Yep, and it yep. was also Yom Kippur. Yes. And that killing of, uh, of those two people in front of the synagogue in Halle, Germany, 
uh, that was a mind-controlled person. Yes. And they just used it to distract. And that won't be allowed anymore either. But, no. Uh, as Patty Coderobo said, you may see some residue of things out, outwardly. Yet they've already lost and we have already run. One, yet uh, living the living light in a daily, every single moment way is required of all of us you don't just say okay i can go you know forget about it no no and no and and again as we work with these new energies these fifth dimensional energies the experience of ecstatic bliss keeps coming and uh let's do something uh, in the sense of not expecting more fear to come our way. Expect more bliss and then live that way. And watch what we think and say and do. You know, the monkeys uh, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. And then the fourth monkey up that El Tule tree, what he's doing is he's chopping wood, carrying water. They're carved into these this humongous banyan tree, uh, it's just huge. And uh, when I went down there with my uh, my millennial son now, 34, uh, uh, 34 years, uh, well, he was um, he was two and a half, <laughs> okay, in Oaxaca at the El Tule tree, and there was this. New York uh, Church Religious and Triumphant uh, uh, I Am Sanctuary uh, person that knew Micah's dad. And he was going there for 40 days and 40 nights. And he had all these little Mexican children that would come and spend the day with him. All day, every day. And they would walk around the Atule tree. So we took a walk around with the kids, and Michael was in heaven. Uh, and there's one place, and there's a picture that we took. And Micah is literally at the base of this tree. I mean, this tree is so big, you can't even see him practically. But there's a, there's a huge elephant, and he's got one of his arms around the elephant's trunk. And on the other side of him, underneath the elephant's trunk, with him is a unicorn. Mm. He's got his other arm around the unicorn. That's where we are. <laughs> and and that uh, period of time, uh, the release of the Krishna spirit, which was in the tree, was released uh, for all the world. So, Rama, you know about Krishna. Yes. You want to tell people what that meant when the Krishna energy was released? That was the light of, um, I would say, 10 trillion suns being released upon the planet to lift everything up <sighs> this time. Um, earlier in the week, it's just been this roller coaster of stories that have to do with the collapse here of the old uh, paradigm 
old paradigm that has to do with the fallen angels and the Babylonian money magic machine and how the city of Babylon created the story we've got now called Wall Street and how we keep being told that it's teetering even though the market went up 150 points today it's still just I I mean Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert and so many others are just saying we're on the edge and you can see it and the the rats are cornered meaning the fallen angels the ones that are in bodies and how I can describe this today in the last 24 hours two of Rudy Giuliani's associates were arrested at Dulles Air Force Airport as they were trying to flee the United States after embezzling a huge amount of money. Yet there are stories out there Rudy Giuliani is going to be arrested anytime right now. And let's not forget, Rudy Giuliani was mayor of New York City during 9-11. How big does this story have to get for folks to really get what's happening here as the collapse of what's happening? Because this truly is about beloved Ascended Master St. Germain's secret destiny of the planet coming in right now. America, this is the new Atlantis, and I can just say, I can feel it, I can see it. There are so many wise elders that are coming forward on Native America. Go ahead. Coming on Native America calling every day, talking about these present changes that have to do with the return of Quetzalcoatl, the Red Star Kachina, the Blue Star Kachina, all the masters that we know and love, yet they have so many different names. It kind of gets convoluted with all the various cultures, how different folks have different names. So before we go, we can talk some more. Yes. Uh, I can see that Marita's asking for this other person that's going to be our guest to come on. Yes. And it's really a critical time right now because uh, the last three weeks, there's been a bit of a struggle uh, in terms of enough funds to pay for everything. And then the printer died. Yes. And so it cost us $350 to get the next printer. So there's no money at all for last week. There's no money for this week for BBS radio. And we the really King of Swords help. asked everybody. Uh, Marita is the host of this show and she doesn't have a farm to plant anything for profit, yet uh, she's nurturing the cover crop. Yet the king is asking that 
everybody personally make a contribution, not, you know, not just somebody, but, um, uh, and we have like three bills, which is about $450 too. And, and, and it all has to be paid by the middle of this month. And so, um, we just need a grand, um, fundraising to go on here. We need some help. Uh, and we're not eating as well. And Rama doesn't have a for, an afford ship to to not eat well because he's as skinny as a rail, and very emaciated. So this is uh, I'm just a call. Everybody make a contribution, and let's keep on doing it now because they're trying to squeeze everybody out of every dime. At the same time, uh, 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 a sister of ours lost their grand nephew last week. Because there's a very skimpy money at the hospital, and the attendants failed to give oxygen to the child. He was 18, just turned 18, and he died in the hospital because of a lack of doing the right thing by the hospital attendees. Whoever was supposed to do that failed to put the oxygen in there. This is what's going on right now. And... Um, those of us who can, please, uh, the mandate is to keep this radio show up and running, every single program. So let's all do it. Let's drop all our titles and let's just contribute. Well, I, want, I want, want to want mention, to mention that, today that today is, is uh, uh, Charles, Charles Satorio's birthday. And he has been one of our most... Um, loyal supporters and I just want to honor him for all of his support because he has been um, the one and we should have many 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 people but I happy birthday Charles happy birthday happy birthday Charles how many wise years on this planet now <laughs> I don't know how many years it is Charles okay well all right. He may, he may be at the point that I am where he just doesn't mention the number anymore. <laughs> right. Um, I wonder if I don't see a notice from Don yet that we uh, uh, that he has our guest. Um, let's look and see here. He's calling now. So just a moment. Uh, anybody else have a comment they want to make while we're calling our guest? Well, I could say to everybody that on Tuesday, Rama writes, a bit after lunchtime, I received a call from the King of Swords, Lady Di and Dodi, and the Poppy Lady. So Dodi and Di are, are hunkered down in the Weesock Valley, as they have already received their first big snow. In a half a day, they got two feet. At the end of this uh, weekend, I'm sure they had another couple more doses like that. So they all said to me, Lord Rama, as we move into Thursday, October 10th, today, 10-10, happy birthday, Charles. What an amazing day to have your birthday. On, on into Sunday, October 13th, where we enter the full moon in Aries. 2.08 p.m., the great initiator. The world's economies could teeter off the very edge because we are at the end of the end of the end of this story. 
Then the poppy lady said, there's been an uptick in violence in Afghanistan. It is about the United States attempting to maintain its foothold in this region by means of perpetuating an endless war on so-called terror in order to continue with New World Order agenda and endless access to New World Order needs for slave labor in the form of the Afghani people harvesting the poppy fields, guarding guarded by the United States soldiers to proliferate the drug trade of heroin globally for profit. The poppy lady and the king of swords said they are all leaving right now. Stay in the presence of the violet flame in St. Germain. All right, that's good. Okay. I pass this talking stick to you, Marita Robert. Well, thank okay. you. And Norm, can you hear me? Norm Sheely, can you hear me? Um, it says Norm is with us. Um, Don says he's here. Hello, Norm. Don? Don, can you hear him? Can you hear Dr. Sheely? Commander Don. Okay, Rama will try. try Rama will try to go, or call him. Or do you want to call Marita? No, have him call him. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Don, can you hear us? All right. No. Okay. <clears throat> Norm, can you hear me? <coughs> Well, we've had <clears throat> a lot of change. Uh, the doctor who was supposed to be on here today. Right. Hopefully you can hear us now. I hear okay. you. I, I hear you fine. I keep hearing you. You just don't Fantastic. hear me. Fantastic. I okay. just had me. I had you muted. Forgive us, folks. <laughs> we've had an okay. interesting time here in the studios. We just got back up and running. So please do forgive us. Um, it's been well, very dramatic and very interesting. Can you hear me? <laughs> Yes, All we right. can hear you, Norm. Oh, we'll excellent. Hear excellent. Here we okay, go. we're together. <laughs> Good. Well, they've, they're have uh, they broadcasting from Cal uh, California out there where um, they were in paradise uh, and lost everything last year. And now uh, they've had challenges with the power and everything here, as you've probably heard. So... It's been a real challenging uh, day trying to get everything together here. So, well, our guest tonight is Norm Sheely. He was a founder of the American Holistic Medical Association. He has a um, university that he's founded, uh, and he has um, been a leader in helping uh, people to understand that there may be another way of uh, being in this world besides uh, just all drugs and surgery that uh, uh, maybe what he was taught, but he is, uh, uh, he's made his own path. So, Norm, please help us understand and uh, tell us about some of the new things you're doing. Well, there's a whole bunch of things. I, I have to be 
prejudice slightly. I, about 30 years ago, I had an intuition that there were certain frequencies of the chakras. And I finally found an engineer several years ago who produced for me what we initially called the chakra sweep, PEMF, pulsed electromagnetic frequency device. And it works remarkably well for pain, uh, especially, and that's what we were looking for. But a couple of years ago, I suddenly decided to see what it would do if you put it on your head. And lo and behold, when you put it near the head, it puts the brain into remarkable gamma activity. Now, gamma is, quote, in the zone. It is the state of accomplished, long-standing uh, meditators. So I got a group of 10 opioid addicts who were locked up by court order, etc., and they volunteered to use this one to two hours. Well, we, we took a minimum hour a day. Most of them wound up using two hours a day. And now they are 20 months since we started, and they are they are out of out of the locked up facility. They've got jobs, and for the first time since they became addicts, the longest 23 years, for the first time they're totally free of opioid cravings. It is unbelievably good. Wow. Well, wow. interestingly, today, without an appointment, a woman brought her, and unfortunately I was available, brought her husband back in. I, I sent him home one month ago. He came in in a wheelchair, and it took two people just to help him get out of the, out of the wheelchair to get on my exam table. Today, she came into the office and asked me to come watch, and he walked about 40 feet from his car into my office. <laughs> He has severe Parkinsonism, and now he's up walking for the first time in a couple of years. And I have another woman who's been on opioids and antidepressants for years, and she wrote me a OMG. It's better than opium <laughs> and Desirel and all the others. <laughs> okay. So that's, wow. my, that's my latest invention. I have to say... I consider it the best thing I've ever done. Well, you have had a long career of uh, creative, innovative things. And way back there, uh, when we were uh, founding the American Holistic Medical, I know um, I went up to your uh, place still when you were up in Wisconsin, I think. And uh, and you did a a week-long stress management uh, center teaching people how to begin to relax and, and do all of these things. And I know you gave us all the Holmes Ray, Holmes Ray scale and said, well, if you get over 200 here, you know, you're probably not functioning very well. And I did the test and I was 500 and, and I came in and you said, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and of so, course, stress so you, management is, is critically important for everyone. Right, and that's uh, so. That was where you began with some of this, uh, getting people to another level of mind and space, uh, working with things, and uh, and so you've been a pioneer for what forty years or more. Well, of course, well, you've always not, been I, that way. I think the most of, uh, it started in nineteen sixty six with my introduction of transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation tens and spinal cord stimulation both of which is still used all over the world. 
Right. And, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, I had another man today who came in with severe low back pain. And the first thing I did was say, well, has anybody checked your sacrum? And in 30 seconds, I found his sacrum was rotated one, one and a half inches up on the right. And in wow. 36, I had, 30, 30 seconds, I had corrected it. And that's another of my favorite things I've been doing. I've, I've probably done 500 people now with a sacral shear, which no MD except me knows, no chiropractor knows. And actually, unfortunately, since most DOs no longer do osteopathy, only about 10% of DOs do it anymore. The reason I know it is I had a sacral shear in 1982, which was corrected by a young osteopath. And I learned the technique, and now... In fact, last weekend, I was in Culver City, California, and uh, 25 people with back pain came up. 15 of them had a sacral shear, which I corrected. Wow. Well, you know, you, tell uh, us you would think that the, uh, uh, that the chiropractors and the DOs would be doing this. Well, uh, you know, what's interesting, I had the first chiropractor I've ever seen as a patient a couple of months ago. And he had a sacral shear. I showed him how to do it. <laughs> oh, Caroline, you started to ask a question. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, Dr. Shirley, it's such an honor to have you here. Um, did you manipulate the area similar to what a chiropractor would do, or did you use one of your amazing inventions? Well, I actually just I, either you're lying on your tummy, for instance. Yeah. And I I always say, may I fix it? And they always say yes. And so I put my left hand on the outside of the pelvis on the left, on the, on the left side, and I lift the right, I put my right hand under the right thigh, and I just twist, it, adjust the, the um, pelvis backwards. And it, 100% of the time it's mm. corrected right away. Excellent. Wonderful. Now, I Absolutely. still, of course, started in 1972 with autogenic training. And then I went back in 74 to 77 and got my Ph.D. in psychology, and I developed what I call biogenics. And it, I now have about 60 different mental self-regulation exercises. Uh, and, and I spend a lot of time teaching people how to control pain. I've got a number of mental techniques that can absolutely... In fact, in 1977... I had the only time in my life I've had a sinus infection and had to have surgery on my sphenoid sinus right up through the nose. Mm-hmm. And I said to the anesthesiologist, give me 20 minutes and I'll be ready. 20 minutes later, I said, I'm ready. And they, they actually operated all the way up the, on the base of the skull up through the sphenoid sinus under the pituitary with no pain. And I oh teach people goodness. how to develop that. Oh my goodness! So, what kind of techniques can we share with people without giving away your your proprietary secrets? Uh, well, but what what well, can you most help people with with the relaxation that would help them? I think that's a good place to start. Well, of course, autogenic, basic basic autogenic training. Uh, Johann Schultz developed that in 1912. I learned about it in 1972 when there were 2,600 scientific references, and that has been the foundation from which I, you know, moved to develop other uh, 
techniques for doing other things. But basically, uh, and, and I, I give people, all my patients, I give a copy of a of guided imagery. My arms and legs are heavy and warm. My heartbeat's calm and regular. My breathing's free and easy. My abdomen's warm. My forehead's cool. My mind is quiet and still. Now, you do that very slowly for 18 minutes. And that exercise will control 80% of illnesses. But the problem is you've got to do it for 18 minutes twice a day for three months to, you know, get total control. But it works beautifully. And I call it basic Schultz, S-C-H-U-O-T-Z, since it's developed from the man who, who did it originally. And it was that was what made me go back to get a Ph.D. in psychology so I could understand that kind of thing better. And I, I developed all kinds of techniques. But my favorite, other than for general stress management like that, is there are three super techniques for controlling pain. One is an American Indian technique which is you breathe and you, you, you're in a quiet state and you use your breathing as a gentle, loving vacuum cleaner to suck up sensation from your body. So you start every breath, you take and you collect every feeling from your feet twice, and then you go to your legs and your pelvis and, you know, gradually go through the whole body. And by the time you finish, well, your body is pretty free of sensation of any kind, especially to any kind of discomfort. Now, the second best, or uh, the next best, is to breathe through the skin. I read a book from India back in, oh, I don't know, the early 70s, and the guy said the first time you do not breathe through a part of the body, it starts to die. And so I decided to just focus on breathing in and out through the skin of my right hand. And if you do that for 20 minutes, you can make your right hand numb. I mean, numb enough for surgery. Once you've learned how to do it in your right hand, then you can focus it on any part of your body. And that's what I used when I had the surgery on my senior sinus in 77. Um, And then the other one, which I discovered on my own in 1972, is if you recognize that you are electrical, everything in your body works electrically. If you imagine you are expanding your own electromagnetic energy field, which really is the human aura, around the feet, one inch, uh, one inch in diameter, then, again, it may take 10 or 15 minutes, but you put that one inch of electromagnetic shield or envelope or capsule around you, and then you go to 12 inches. And when you get your mind to encompass your body, in 12 inches of an electromagnetic energy field, your entire body is numb, absent, floating in space, but your mind is brilliantly alert. So those, those are just a few of my tools. Well, you have been uh, such an innovator. Um, even the one of the earliest books that you wrote, it, that's something that, uh, I don't know, you might want to mention because it, it was a great starting point to get people going. 90 Days to Self-Health. Yes. And if they would like an e-copy of it, all they have to do is sign up, go to normsheely.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, and they can download 90 Days to Self-Health, which actually is a layer-sized version of my uh, doctoral uh, doctor in psychology program 
In fact, when I took my exam for, to pass my psychology, a PhD in psychology, um, I had it after they uh, graduated me, I had them each a copy of my book, 90 Days to Self-Help. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, as I say, you have been a pioneer and thinking outside the box. And, and uh, I mean, uh, I know uh, we have our uh, Native American. Um, we did the Nemanha training here and uh, established a, um, a group here at our center. And that's been another really interesting uh, journey for for it's a that's a way that people can accept some of this um, because they think it's Native American it's not medical I mean it's it's interesting how people compartmentalize uh, some of what they can accept from a different from one place or another oh yeah no question about it another of my favorite uh, discoveries in, in 2011 was what I call transcutaneous acupuncture Instead of needles, I use specific blends of essential oils. And you can activate 12 or 13 specific acupuncture points uh, in 30 seconds by applying uh, a little roll-on bottle to these points. And so I've got five circuits, one of which I call the ring of fire. And activating that raises your DHEA, dehydroepiandrosterone. But it is excellent for brings people out of depression 75% of the time. It helps migraine reduce their migraine frequency 75% of the time. It helps the pain of, of diabetic neuropathy 80% of the time. And it even helps low back pain 70% of the time. Then I discovered the ring of water, with, and I call it water, a fire bliss. This is now water bliss. And with that one, we can uh, normalize aldosterone, the hormone that controls uh, water and potassium. And that is really good for people who have congestion or swelling, edema. Um, then I developed this, the ring of air, which raises oxytocin. And this helps 80% of people with depression and anxiety. And the ring of earth, which raises calcitonin, which is good for all kinds of pain, but more importantly, to prevent or re- recover from osteoporosis. And finally, I developed the ring of crystal, which reduces free radicals. And free radicals are things that ultimately wrinkle us, kill us, you know, everything. Well, it reduces free radical production 80%, Rita. I mean, nothing else will reduce free radicals 80%. And so when I came up with all of those, I suddenly had this idea, well, maybe we can regrow our telomeres, the tips of our DNA. And I've demonstrated that if you do the ring of fire, the ring of earth, and the ring of crystal every day, and I've got 50 people who've done this, every day you regrow your telomeres 3.5% a year instead of having them shrink 1% a year. I know when we had the training uh, for that, um, I so much wanted to get, and you had just started uh, the trial, or so I missed that. I was hoping to be a part of that, and I was just a little bit late getting uh, 
getting involved with it. So there's so much uh, that uh, does anybody here on the panel uh, want to ask a question here while we take a breath here? I'm wondering, um, Dr. Shealy, if your modality for treating opioid addicts can be shared across the country. Do you think other institutions would be open to the idea? Well, it's interesting. When my paper was finally published um, Friday, well, uh, let's see, Friday a week ago, and it, it's in, in practical pain management. So I sent a copy of it to the um, director of corrections for the state of Missouri, and she did not write back, but somebody else in her department wrote back, we're only interested in drugs. <laughs> oh. but I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, that's what she wrote. She said we're they, only they interested drugs in drugs. They treat narcotic addiction, but they're not interested in using an electrical gadget. It, it is totally safe and works better. Well, sounds like they're very locked into the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, most physicians are. Yeah. I can get 99.8% of high people with hypertension of all antihypertensive drugs totally safely. 99.8%. The best anti the best antihypertensive drug is actually about 30% effective. Three yeah. of them together you get 45% of people controlled. Well I wean people off antihypertensive drugs and 99.8% of the time I can control their blood pressure with other supplements and autogenic training. And in that two-tenths of percent who don't work, I could do it with my my gamma PEMF device. Yeah. So well, if people want to learn about how they can bring that to their community, I know that's one of the things that I want to talk with you. Uh, we are having a uh, conference coming up here in uh, November. And uh, when we were putting the American Holistic Medical together, um, you know, you can only go... Uh, so far, went because if you're bringing a doctor in, uh, you can't just throw them into all of this. You have to kind of be more gentle. But there was a group that really wanted to do a lot of the uh, energy medicine things. And so uh, we've had many people laugh about, they said the name of this certainly wasn't formed by a marketing team because it's the International Society for the Study of Subtle Energies in Medicine, ISSEEM, ICM. And so that's not a name that is really easy, but um, Norm has been very much involved in helping to keep that going. And uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to the conference here as the first week in November. It's one of my favorite things to, to attend. So. Well, it's also um, but, at one of my favorite places on the earth, Unity Village, uh -huh. which I consider one of the most sacred grounds in the country, in the world, actually. Uh-huh. Well, that's a, a wonderful place that we have the uh, gathering. So, um, what? Uh, and you're going to do a workshop there about the uh, the use of your um, PEMF, uh, what, you're, what you're doing here. Yeah, the Gamma Pimps, because... You know, I really do think uh, it is the all-round uh, best regulator, if you will, of the physiology, electricity, and the circuitry, and, 
And oh, by the way, just yesterday I found a very interesting new use. I, I was doing. I've done. A, I've had a workshop this week uh, here on optimal health, and I tested the pH of the saliva in each of the individuals before they put it on for one hour, and I tested the pH after they took it off, and in every person it raised the pH of the saliva. They were all below seven mm. before we started, okay. and I got them up to seven to seven point four. Uh, saliva within one hour, just having that on their belly. Mm. Wow. Well, there's certainly um, uh, so much to this that we, um, and I, I'm, I'm so grateful that you would uh, give us an hour of your time here to explain and just to introduce people that, hey, there's another way of doing things besides all the drugs and that's uh, and of course you have your um, Holos University there as well, uh, where I remember your uh, uh, struggle to get that uh, started and didn't couldn't get your certificate for a while, and then when you changed a, just a little bit, uh, it went through right away. And uh, Robert and I were blessed to be there just when it it was almost finished. In fact, we had to walk on boards. To keep from walking in the mud, we were just. Uh, <laughs> it was you were just you were just finishing it, and uh, so that was. Um, and you might talk a little bit about that. There might be people that would be interested in looking at that as well. And how how would they find out more information about that? Well, Holos University Graduate Cemetery. You know, actually, I created the acronym Hugs, and that and that's. From that, I decided, what can we call something that is hugs? And it's Holos University Graduate Seminary. And it ha- offers a master's and a, doctor, a theo- doctor of theology um, in, in well, spiritual, spirituality, et cetera, anything related to, um, well, psychological, mental, emotional, spiritual health. And if somebody is interested in doing that, uh, can they go to your website to learn yeah, more they, about that? Yeah, but I, you know they can just go to the internet and look look up. I mean, it, it's um, it's got its own uh, website, uh, Holos University um, University uh, Graduate Seminary. Holos is H O L O S. Exactly. Graduate Seminary, Holos University Graduate Seminary. Dr. Sheely, do you, I just want to make sure uh, for your website, your last name is spelled S-H-E-A-L-E-Y? L-Y. Okay. Dot com. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay, and then if we sign up there for free, and then we sign up for the newsletter for free, then we can read your ebooks and whatever else. And you got all this information you're sharing with us tonight up there, I'm sure too, right? Right, absolutely. I mean, there's this. Uh, well, I've been you know doing this for years, so there's a lot of stuff there. Good. Yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of information on the website. It's very helpful. 
It's really terrific. And Norman, how have you been? I mean, I you sound like someone that never stops going. Well, I'm fine. I'll be 87 in December, but energetically, I still feel 26. <laughs> wow. And um, I just had my... I, uh, Let's see, two and a half weeks ago, I was in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and this past weekend, I was in Culver City, California, and next weekend, I'll be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I wish Boy. you told me you were going to be in Fort Wayne. That's that's a, just about 90 miles from me. Yeah, I, I was there. We had a wonderful, wonderful group there. And here it is, www.holosuniversity.org, www.holosuniversity.org. Okay. Um, doctor, can you tell us about this book, Conversations with G, A Physician's <laughs> Encounter with Heaven? That, that sounds intriguing. I think that's my 35th book, and I have to say it is my favorite. And the reason is, uh, in 1984, I began having conversations with an angelic guide, and the G stands not for God, but for guide. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, had many, many conversations with this uh, wonderful angelic teacher, and I have five of my patents, in fact, were things he gave me directly. And I then, of course, had to do the work in this, the patient work to prove things. But basically, this is my autobiography of my life in the spiritual university, if you will, in the spiritual part of life. Wow. This is what I really love so wonderful. much. He's not only started out uh, with the degree, and that's the disadvantage that some of us, uh, we don't have the, uh, what, the respect because we don't have that degree, but he has everything that uh, people in this world we're living in now um, that need to all maybe accept things and even in the spiritual realm because he's connecting the dots and that's um, such yes. a value to people well you know I've I've just been open to looking at safe things and I would like to say I believe that with acute illness conventional medicine is pretty good uh, for injuries for surgery for certain you know for any kind of acute illness but I, I, I have a radio show also every every Thursday afternoon on KWTO here. I've had for, well, since 1988. And every day, every Thursday, I say, I don't know any chronic disease for which I would allow conventional uh, drugs or, um, you know, management. If, it, if, if the conventional medicine doesn't work within three to six weeks, it's time to look at the holistic alternative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Do you feel like doctors are increasingly open to holistic modalities now? 
or, Unfortunately, uh, I don't. I think yeah. the public, the public is increasingly yes. o- open. Uh, but, um, I mean, I'd say well over 90% of my patients come to me because they failed to get well yes. with conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so, I mean, and some people say, well, my doctor won't allow me to say, well, fire your doctor if they won't allow you to do this. <laughs> you are in charge. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, well said. And, and yeah. you, you have to empower them, I think, with with the background that you have and the knowledge that you have and, and the success that you've had. That empowers them to have the confidence to fire their doctor. I mean, exactly. And, in no essence, well, I've just you know yeah. I've been I've been very lucky uh, and fortunate and uh, and I'm going to keep on. I mean, I wrote a book in 2005 called Life Beyond 100, and mm-hmm. I predicted that if people did certain things, we could live 120 to 160 years, depending upon your lifestyle and certain things you would do. And so, uh, my first first big goal is to prove, I mean, I, I've done it with telomeres, but now we've got to do it with years. So I've got to stick around at, at, at least uh, another um, 30 some odd years to make the 120 years. <laughs> Norman and I have had this conversation because, interestingly enough, when I was about four, I started telling people, you know, when they'd ask how old I was going to be, and by the time I was uh, six years old, when people would ask me, how old are you going to be, thinking I'd say seven or whatever it was, I always said 120. Where that came from, it wasn't anything that anybody in my family would ever have thought of, but they would say, how old are you going to be? i say 120. And so, Norman, I've had this conversation different times because it was like that was one of the things that, that he mentioned and and he's only about three years older than I am, so. <laughs> well, interestingly, when I was 12, my great-grandmother let me read the diary of her father, my great-great-grandfather, that was written in the 1860s. And I read that stand, uh, sitting outside at her farm, and when I put it down, age 12, I said, well, I know I'll live past 100. <laughs> hmm Wonderful. You're headed right for it, Doctor. Do you still get up very early and uh, exercise for more than a doctor? Only 90 minutes every morning. My, I get up. Now, tomorrow I'll probably get up at 5 instead of 4. <laughs> I usually get up at 4 a.m. And um, But I'll, I'll make it till 5 in the morning. But I get up, and within the first hour and 45 minutes, I do 90 minutes minimum. I mean, most days it's about 100, but I, I absolutely will not do any day without 90 minutes before I do anything else. And what kind of things do you do? Wow. Okay, well, when I was 12, I also took up Charles Atlas as isometric exercise, and I've developed my own version of that, but I actually limber every muscle joint tendon and push it against itself for about 45 minutes. And, I mean, that's, that's the beginning. Then I do 200 sit-ups. 
Then I do 100 backups on a Roman chair. It's the opposite of a sit-up, you know. Then I do 20 minutes on a vibe machine, 10 minutes on a health rider with 50 pounds of weight under the seat, and 10 minutes on um, a treadmill. And, you know, when I asked him to be on the show, I said, I know we'll be keeping you up past your bedtime. And he said, well, I think I can handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, interestingly, I I feel just as good as usual. But I'm usually in bed uh, by 8.30 or 9.00. But tonight it'll be a little after 10.00. But that's fine. I'm I'm wide awake and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm just excited that uh, the first week in uh, November here that I am going to get to come out there and spend some time at the conference and uh, uh, listen to some more of your wisdom and your experiences. And that uh, um, is there anybody else here on the team that wants to ask a question? While we... Yes, I. And I'd like the to other ask thing, Doc. let let me um, give a. Uh, phone number that if someone wants to call in, they can dial 888-429-5471, 888-429-5471. A second number is 323-744-4841, 323-744-4841. So if you'd like to call in and ask a question, uh, those are a couple of numbers that you can use. And now, Randy, go ahead. Yes, Dr. Shealy, I'd like to know what uh, exercises you suggest for someone like myself who, during early years of debauchery and no all balls and no brains, I was in a few car accidents and bike accidents. I used to race professionally. And now my neck and back is paying the price and stiffness. Yet I do do exercise every day. Uh, what other things can you suggest to keep the system limber? Because I know that if I don't do my exercises, you know, daily, that it does come back. Well, you know, there are two other gentle things that I like. One is called the the chi um, machine, C H I machine. Now it's not a lot of exercise, but you're lying down with your feet on this uh, little thing that moves back and forth from you know left to right, and it is excellent for the lower part of the body and for the lymph flow. And then the next gadget that I really like is a vibe machine. Now, I bought one in 1994 because I just like the idea of standing on this and using all kinds of other exercises while you're being vibrated. You're standing on it, but you can move your arms and your hips and your legs in all kinds of directions. And um, I have to say, this is not I, I have no financial interest in this, but you can buy, I, I mean, I think I paid 2500 for mine in 1994. But there's one you can buy on Amazon for $250, and it's called Confidence, C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-C-E. And I have one at my clinic, and I show a lot of my patients that, and I'm happy to say maybe 10 or 15% of them actually come back the next time and say they're using that because it's a gentle way to begin exercise. Now, the other thing, if you have a lot of pain, uh, you know, when I started with TENS back in the 60s, uh, those things in the early 70s cost $500, $700. Well, you can buy them now 
um, on the internet, I don't know, for 50 or $60. And there are two acupuncture points that you can stimulate with a TENS device. One on the bottom of the foot, kidney one, the only acupuncture point on the f- bottom of the foot, and the other one on the outside behind the ankle bone, and that's bladder 60. And if you stimulate both sides, the, the, the kidney one and bladder 60, with the TENS device for an hour, it often relieves pain anywhere in the body. That's great. I'll be back in a second. Someone's at my gate. <laughs> and and Randy is actually in Thailand. Oh wow, amazing! So he's uh, been involved in the health industry uh, for many years and uh, is one of the people on our panel here. So we have. I, uh, I would like to talk a little bit about nutrition too. Oh well, we would love to have you do that. The average American eats so much slop. I mean, my favorite statement is, I went to McDonald's in 1962. I took one bite, and my mouth said, oh, my God. I spit it into my napkin and threw it away, and I have never, ever been back. I wouldn't drink a cup of coffee in a fast food restaurant. I would not trust them not to put monosodium glutamate in it. And so, uh, in my opinion... 80% 80% of all the food sold in this country is pure junk. 60% of that that's sold in the grocery store is junk. And anything in a fast food restaurant, I wouldn't go near. So you want to eat around the outside of the grocery store, in the produce department, the meat department, the dairy department, that kind of thing. Now, personally, I, for the last number of years, my breakfast consists of 70 grams. I'm not saying everybody said this, but I have 70 grams of protein, either either whey, isolate, or dried egg white. I, I bounce back before, but I use 70 grams of protein, and I have the equivalent of 20 servings of fruits and vegetables in dried products. I use... Um, a Kayani Sunrise, that's 5,000 Orax, that's antioxidants. I use uh, a teaspoon, uh, a whooping teaspoon of uh, berry fusion, which is 6,000 Orax units. I use a packet of ZIJA's Core Moringa, that's another 5,000 um, Orax units, etc. And in a slush. Now, that is my meal until late afternoon or early evening. I have dinner between 5.30 and 6.30, which is then just uh, some other kind of high-protein food and a vegetable or two. Now, so, I also- hey, Dr. Sheely, so- I, I will highly recommend one of those shaking machines because I do have one here. Oh, right, yeah, vibrates- I... I- back and down, and, and I do that every day, and I'll tell you, it is really good for the lymphatics. Oh, it's I really good for agree. the lymphatics. Yep. Yeah, I, I have um, a shaker bottle like that, too. Um, and, you know, People need to be educated how important the lymphatics is because it has no pump. Exactly. And, you know, the, I, I do, well, since I mentioned my slush, I do want to mention that my favorite recommendation of food is that Moringa, M-O-R-I-N-G-A is Moringa Oleifera O-L-I-F-E-R-A 
and the company ZIJA makes it, but that has a greater concentrate of antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals than any other food on the planet. Uh, what plant is that from? Moringa. It, it's a, actually a tree, it's, and in this packet, it's the leaves, the fruit, and the seeds that have been dried okay, and made yes, into a powder. Yes, yes, we, we have that over here in Thailand, and it's it's delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's part of my morning slush every day. That's, um, and it, it's a powdered form, uh, so people know how, what to look for. Yeah, yeah, we can get we can get the actual le- leaves here, and you can. There are a few places growing them organically, and they're very. They only package so much a year. Yeah, I've got I've got six growing in my greenhouse. They're four feet tall now. Mm. <laughs> ah, that's good. Grow your own. So, so brother, um, all these things I'm going to just ask again are on your website, so that if I want to refresh my memory it's up it's all there right commander well yeah my website's very simple normshealy.com n-o-r-m-s-a-t-a-l-y.com yeah i'm just saying that you you all these things you've been sharing about what you eat and all of that is that all on there too yes good and- and I've got the archives of my radio show there for many, many months. And um, I send out newsletters one to three times a week, and many of those are archived there. So <laughs> You're certainly having fun. <laughs> he is an educator, um, Supreme, and we are just so grateful that you've taken time to uh, share all of this uh, with us. If you... Um, is there anybody else on the team here that hasn't had a chance to speak up? We have some of our panel members are not uh, uh, available tonight, so uh, we have a little shorter team than sometimes. But uh. Well, Doctor, I was just wondering um, if someone, you know, was speaking to you long, long distance and saying, what do you recommend for depression? I don't have access to any of your amazing technologies that you've created. You know, what would you suggest that's a holistic uh, way of treating that? Well, I do do telephone and Skype consultations as well. But oh, wow. the basic, the basic thing for depression is tryptophan. I gave a talk back in the 70s at the DeBakey Conference on the value of tryptophan. The National Enquirer picked it up. I didn't even know they were there. Their front page had an article about it, and within 24 hours, the country was sold out of tryptophan back in the 70s. So I still <laughs> like tryptophan. And it depends on the weight and the size of the person, but anywhere from 4 to 5 grams. 5,000 milligrams, Uh, and with that, they need to be sure to get a high potency, minimum 25 to 50 milligrams of all the Bs, B-complex, and 15 to 20 milligrams of lithium orotate. Now, the psychiatrists have a stupid, stupid, dumb drug called lithium carbonate or lithium citrate where they use 900 to 1,200 milligrams that can kill your kidneys. 
But 15 yeah. to 20 milligrams of lithium, Orotate, O-R-O-T-A-T-E, is absolutely excellent with B-complex, with tryptophan, for treating depression. Now, one of the electrical stimulators that I discovered back in 1975 was developed by a, an engineer named Saul Liss, and when he passed away, a company called Fisher Wallace bought it, and that is still available. Um, it, it is the right stimulator. Unfortunately, the idiots have it go off in 20 minutes instead of 60, so you have to turn it on three times. But using that, and, and you can you know get into them on the Internet, but using that for an hour in the morning, preferably between 6 and 9 a.m., but any time before noon, Actually, that is excellent for 80% of people with depression, and they can can have access to that through the Internet. But those are the big ones. What now, was the name of that technology it, again, Doctor? F-I-S-H-E-R hyphen Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E, Cranial Electrical Stimulator, C-E-S. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, it doesn't do what the... Cranial pimp will do, but it is good for depression. Excellent. Thank you. Anybody else have any questions, or do we have any listeners calling in here? I haven't uh, seen it. Listeners should really take advantage because this gentleman is uh, pretty much the beating heart of holistic medicine in this country. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, if you've got a question you need answered, I would definitely call in. Um, there's so much that we think, oh, nothing will help, or people will do what I did for a long time because I was living with black mold for three and a half years before I knew the black mold was there, and I was getting these symptoms, um, and I couldn't figure them out, and I didn't want to go to the doctor because I thought they'll just get pharmaceuticals to treat the symptoms. They won't get to the bottom of it. And even now that I know, once I found out there was black mold in that apartment, I still, when I went to an allergist for help, still they're just treating the symptoms. So now I'm trying other things. But um, it's just sort of astounding. You know, I think people get fed up after a while that um, – our medical establishment is sort of like, well, throw a chemical at it or cut it out if it's bothering you. And um, that's that's just primitive, I think. Now, Greg, so, you brought so, that up because if you've got cancer or allergy to black mold or you've uh, had, uh, you know, any of the chronic fatigue syndrome and that it doesn't respond to anything else, intravenous vitamin C with some complementary other vitamins and minerals, but anywhere from 50 to 100 grams. I've done hundreds and hundreds of those, and I treat cancer with that. I treat um, chronic Lyme disease. I treat black mold reactions. I mean, it's one of the safest and best ways to strengthen your immune system. Oh, excellent. I I think that was it Dr. Wheel or some, maybe no someone way before Andrew Wheel um, talked about vitamin C treating cancer, uh, but you have to do it before anybody goes into chemo or radiation. Um, at that point, it's really kind of too late, from what I understand. So it's got to be tried first. 
Right. Well, I, I my first experience was 1979. I had a man who had cancer of the bladder the size of an orange, and it oh. totally went away with two weeks of intravenous vitamin C. Oh my gosh! And summer of la- last uh, June of last year, I had a physician's wife who didn't want chemotherapy, and her we got her breast cancer cured. Good for her. Oh, I had to have had personal experience. My daughter had a very small lump taken off of her breast, and um, you know the doctor. Her, she, uh, we knew the anesthesiologist. He also did acupuncture, so she never had any pain pills or anything. And we went right away to uh, someone here in in the state that was doing uh, uh, the vitamin therapy. Uh, um, and within uh, three weeks, all the cancer markers were gone. Yep. And w- we had we had a port put in, so we were doing uh, doing it at home. And all of a sudden, we couldn't get products. We couldn't reach our doctor. The government came in with guns mm-hmm. and took all of his charts, records, and files, all three ways he had of getting in touch with his patients. So when we called in to order our products we couldn't find them and um, and it was about um, three months or a little over till we found each other and he'd gone to Canada but he didn't have access to all of the products and so it had gone to the brain for her and um, so I I know and what you're saying I got to experience the fact that it worked so well but it was taken away from us, and we couldn't find somebody else here. We didn't didn't know to come out and see you. <laughs> well, I, I, oh, I do goodness. have patients who come here just for that because they mm-hmm. can't find it. There are very few physicians who will do it. Right. But, and and every, every year there's periods where we have trouble getting supplies because the government is just so obnoxious. The FDA is a pawn for the pharmacomafia. Right. Well, and see, yes. we had uh, um, uh, Dr. Anderson here. He had his uh, soil science degree before he ever had his medical degree. And uh, uh, and then he's moved out to um, uh, Missouri. So we've lost him in the area here. He was another one who had uh, come up and was, was doing a lot of that. So it's, it's hard to find... Uh, even if you know what to do, to find uh, someone who can help you do that right now. No, I totally agree. I mean, uh, if you want, I mean, I say search the Internet for a physician who actually claims to be holistic. In general, most of these people who call themselves integrative are not holistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other questions from our panel members here? It's too bad our our listeners aren't uh, taking advantage of this tonight. Um, I don't know uh, what's happening because we do have people call in on a lot of our calls, but maybe uh, they didn't get uh, – uh, or sometimes people don't want to speak publicly about what they've got going on, and we know that too, so we have to honor that, so – so, well, Norm, what, what, yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. 
Oh, this is Tara again. Um, the bladder cancer person that you talked yeah, about. Yeah, bladder cancer, that's the number one that I would use vitamin C, IV. Because, you know, it, it's, it's excreted through the kidneys. And so I think uh, IV vitamin C is better for bladder cancer than any other cancer in the body. So, so in other words, you have to have somebody like yourself or some kind of a doctor to do it for you. There's no other way. Uh, yes, unfortunately, that is the way it is. Um, but yeah. you know, I, I've found a few physicians in some states. How would one go about? Yeah. I was just going to ask, how does would one go about finding a physician who would know about it and be willing to administer? Well, that's the thing. That's why I say look for a physician who actually is on the Internet as a holistic physician. Almost any okay. physician who admits to being holistic will do it. Okay. All right. Excellent. That's important. Okay. Yeah. Also, um, uh, people that we know that are on the um you know, what do they do for the kidneys? Um, they put, dialysis. They put them on dialysis. Is there a way to get them off of that and get now, better? Unfortunately, I do not. Now, there's, that's beyond my understanding or knowledge. I do not know an alternative for that one. Uh, Once the kidneys have, you know, gotten to the stage of being dialysis, it may be essential for your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. So let's let's give your website once more and any other contact information and about your phone uh, phone uh, or your uh, radio show so that people can continue to educate themselves. Uh, all of these um, shows are recorded and are available on uh, BBS Radio, and we're and you click on Station Two, and then. Um, Usually within a week or less, uh, it will be posted there so that you can go back and review all of the things that are here. And so if there's anything else that you would want to give for your contact information, uh, why don't you go ahead and repeat that, Norm? Okay. Well, the, the clinic is Sheely-Sorin, S-O-R-I-N, Wellness Institute, and it has it has its own we uh, website, Sheely Soren Wellness Institute. My uh, my own and, and website, your location, uh, Springfield, Missouri. Okay. And um, the phone number there, I, we have an eight hundred number, but I never remember. It, but it's four one seven three five one five two two one. And then my mail order business with all of my products and things is just Sheely Soren Wellness without the Institute. Uh, but if you go to normsheely.com, you can get access to that. So you, can you slow down and say that phone number again, please? Yeah. S-H-E-A-L-Y hyphen Soren, S-O-R-I-N, wellness. And the phone number for the clinic is 417-351-5221. And then my website for my products and, 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 you know, my web, my newsletter and all that stuff, that is just Norm 
Norm-Sataly, N-O-R-M-S-A-T-A-L-Y.com. <laughs> okay, Norm. So now that's where the people can also go uh, to get the book that um, we right. talked about earlier. Now and that that vibe machine. Yes. Now the vibe machine you have to go to Amazon. But the reason I put that one out because it's it's an excellent piece of equipment for two hundred fifty dollars. Confidence. C O N F I D E N C E. Okay. And and what's that G? There's a book with that word G for guide in it. Can you say the name of that book again? Oh, conversations with G. And the subtitle is A Physician's Encounter with Heaven. A physician's, like plural, encounter. Yeah, well, yeah uh, showing possession. Encounter, encounter with heaven, yeah. I mean possessive, yeah, encounter with heaven. <laughs> and are those available on Amazon? Are there in, They are and would be available on your website? Both, right. Okay. Are you going to write another book? I got a feeling you got I, it, something. It's actually being proofread right now. It's who kills common sense. <laughs> wow. Say it again. Who killed common sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That's a good title. Holy criminy. <laughs> who Wonderful. did? Who killed thank, thank you so much for all you do, Doctor, and all you, you have done over the years. Thank you. I can say, you know, really, I've just had fun. I really have enjoyed and still do what I do. That's the deal. Well, thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you here in a month, and and, uh, we'll just uh, uh, see how we can uh, continue to educate people and help them take back the responsibility for their lives and their health. Perfect. Thank you so much. Blessing to all. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, Doctor. Namaste. Yeah. Many blessings. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Blessings. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, any other uh, comments here of anybody on the panel that uh, before we sign off? Well, I just wanted to repeat everybody that uh, Yoko Ono lit the peace tower in Iceland. That huge, beautiful blue light going way up. How many hundreds of feet? That. Blue I went light all goes, the way into space. All the way into space on the yeah. 79th yeah. Uh, anniversary of the birth of our brother, uh, John Lennon. Let's just keep those good vibrations inside of us because he's right here. <laughs> he's right here. Yeah. He is. He's right here with us. I talk to him sometimes, and he's one, he's one of my guides, and he's wonderful. But what an honor to have Dr. Sheely on the show. I didn't realize you were friends with him, Marita. How amazing. Oh, oh we have – I have just totally enjoyed uh, that. And uh, when we were founding the American Holistic Medical, we went around – we had four different meetings around the country um, – in order to tell people about it and would be like a weekend where we would have a show and people would have products and things that they brought in and uh, um, uh, yes uh, Randy and so we are um, I I don't know that we've signed out okay Um, and so as we were farming this we we went around the country and uh, to educate people as to the fact that we were going to uh, 
uh, have the American Holistic Medical Association. And when we began, the American Holistic Nurses and the American Holistic Dental, all three of us would meet on a college campus or a place where we could all combine, because as we were babies and just getting started, there were some things that we could do together, and then we would have our individual meetings. So we did that uh, after we kind of gathered a group to get started, and Hal Huggins, probably a lot of you have heard of him, was uh, very uh, instrumental in the um, working with the, uh, the dental group, and the one who said, don't ever, um, you know, was talking about the uh, all the infection that that's uh, in uh, when they put the uh, the fake tooth in. So it was it was just a wonderful opportunity yeah. to learn. And um, and then I had the joy also of being uh, we, we formed the American Holistic Medical Association, but because. Even the the um, the DOs and the um, uh, all the chiropractors, they could not even weren't allowed to belong. It was only the doctors, and so even the chiropractors had to be into the the foundation side. So of course, people like myself who were not uh, a doctor, we were all in the in the foundation side. So I get to be on the board there, and because the whole group met together, it was only. Um, for structural purposes that we had to uh, divide. So uh, for 12 years, I was involved with that, and it was a wonderful, wonderful education. And uh, I was president of the foundation side, but I could not, as well as many, even the, the chiropractors, they could not even be in the American Holistic Medical parts of it. We had to be in the foundation side. So this was a long time ago. Okay, I wanted to just say one more thing before we go. Um, Rama told me that, well, who was it you were speaking to today? Tom, the ringtail cat, and Professor, Professor Z, that they said there is a, a good possibility and probability that there could be a ceasefire before the weekend's out uh, over there in Syria. Uh, that's the galactics may very well intervene because it's it's out and out genocide what's going on right now. And when uh, when was it you were uh, saying earlier in the show um, that the that you expected the the banks and all of this to be uh, all of that to be happening this weekend? It could be as soon as this weekend that they'd all shut down the whole world be collapsed. Right. Oh, the whole world, not just the U.S. Not just the U.S., the whole world, the whole thing. That's time. That's what we mean by right. time for Nasara now. We're not waiting anymore. These guys are. Well, yeah. So are you you yeah. did say, though, that you that the credit unions, they will not go down. They will not be shut down. No, they're not part of that FI FISA thing. All right. the FISA, All the big banks that are part of that. Those are the ones that are committing the genocide. Those those are the bankers that are doing the bidding of that tiered, 13-tiered pyramid. And you know, they, they get all all their all their uh, all the um, banks and uh, and CEOs of those banks and all the um, 
You know, the uh, corporate world, they all get the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Uh, we could um, go ahead and sign off here. And if, if uh, we have more things we want to discuss. So we thank everyone for being on the call. And we hope you've enjoyed our guests tonight. And we look forward to seeing you next week. So <laughs> good night, all. <laughs> Namaste, everybody. Namaste. Good night, all. Nasara now. Good morning, Simba. Good morning, Randy. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. And we Good should tell Don. Don, music maestro, Commander, sir.